what I've been trying to be lately. All I have to do is think of me and I peace of mind. Hey Toothers, um, I guess that's the name that I came up with. It's probably not your name, but no, you're not imagining it. This is a brand new episode in your feed. I, the now defunct There's Only One Tree Hill podcast has a, I guess, a kind of new feature that I want to try out and I don't know, get your responses on if you like it. So inspired by Creek of the Week, which I don't know if you guys have ever um, checked out their podcast. It's hilarious. Um... I'm a big Dawson's Creek fan as well. My actual Twitter handle is at Capeside Redemption. So that should tell you a little thing. And obviously there's a connection between One Tree Hill and Dawson's Creek, right? Dawson's Creek ended right before One Tree Hill did. They filmed in the same location. They even referenced it in the pilot. Um, so I kind of wanted to do something I thought was kind of fun, just kind of to pass the time and kind of keep you listeners engaged because we are still getting new downloads all the time. It's crazy to really think about it. So I am going to um, try to, you know, do some things with the feed and kind of you know maybe once a month do something and so um you know maybe my co-host will join me maybe they won't um until then you have to really just like the sound of my voice if you're going to listen to this right um but I'm really excited because I think it's going to be fun just to kind of do something inspired by them and to kind of just keep this show alive, right? Because, I mean, why not? We're paying for it. Um, you know, we don't have any patrons or anything like that. So if you want to if you want to be a patron and you want fresh new content from us like this, then um, go for it. So Creek, Creek of the Week, what they do is they randomly, they well, they, what they did, because I don't think they're active anymore, is that they would roll a um, dice and they would um, end up landing on a random episode number of Dawson's Creek, and they would just watch that episode of Dawson's Creek um, in that order. There was, in fact, there, there was like no order. They would watch it. Um, of course, it'd be on low because you know they couldn't really um, copyright infringement. You really can't hear anything that's going on in the background. Um, but it was a really cool and fun thing, and it was really funny just listening to their reactions and those things. And so you're basically going to be getting a commentary of me watching a random episode of One Tree Hill. So um, maybe my co-host will join me in the future. Maybe somebody else will join me in the future. Who knows? If you like it, um, I'm going to show this on the Facebook page. So please, please tell me your thoughts, what you think, um, those kinds of things, okay? Um, so just so you know, I have pulled up a website called... Um, numbergenerator.org and so i believe one trail has 187 episodes it's really sad that i don't know that so actually i'm gonna um look it up in another window as well um so you guys were probably just like what is this weirdo doing yeah this is what happens when you're really passionate about one tree hill and your co-host said that he'd never watch it again and you're bored and you're like about that podcasting life right and plus when you just have great listeners my toothers out there who really seem to really enjoy us so there are, in fact, 187 episodes, because I think one of the episodes is billed as a double episode. It's weird, but 187 episodes. So randomnumbergenerator.org, and I've put in, pick a random number, one number between 1 and 187. So I'm going to click it, and I got episode 27. So I'm going to go to Hulu, because that's where I'm watching this. And so season one is 22 on Hulu, so hopefully that's right. Oh, Jesus. Got to go back to the thing, because I don't want to be watching the wrong episode, because... Um, Right now, by my math, that would be I Will Dare, which is actually 
a hilarious episode to, um, yeah, is I Will Dare, which is a hilarious episode to kind of start this on. So I have to make sure that the volume is down so you guys can't hear it because I don't want to get sued by anybody. Um, and like make sure that my closed captioning is on because obviously um, I can't have it up too loud. Um, so there's that. So hopefully you guys can't hear this when I hit play. Um, maybe. I don't know. Probably not. If you can hear it just a little bit, please don't get me sued. Um, okay, so it's opening. It's I Will Dare. So it's like season two, episode five. Um, I, I believe at this point, uh, Lucas and Nathan are friends. They're brothers slash friends. Everybody's like opening their locker and they're like, they've got letters. And oh my gosh, there's that Dick Felix. Like I... You know, I never really liked him, and I really don't like seeing him, and I think that's part of the reason why everybody hated this episode. Also, can we talk about Haley's hair? Totally cute, and I like her bangs. Um, so now they are at the coffee shop. Is this Karen's Cafe? I guess it is Karen's Cafe. Karen's little cafe is actually tricked out really nicely, kind of in the way that's like it's really cluttered, like Starbucks times 20,000, right? Um, it's got all this like weird kooky shit. Like, are those lights from Ikea in the background? Like, what's going on? Sorry, um, they're talking and um, they are playing game night or dare night and Lucas is like not into it. And this is like when he was filming House of Wax or whatever, I think, because his head's bald um, or maybe not. I don't know. He was filming something. Um, Brooke's style. Whew, she really upgraded in later seasons. The pink eyeshadow, pink shirt was really not something that was going for. And Tim, oh my God, Tim, Tim Dim. I really missed him in the later seasons. He was great. Um, comic relief. Surprisingly, Haley is the first person to put her envelope in for Dare Night. Like, yes, I'm going to do it. And then Peyton follows. And then Nathan, um, Mouth, Junk, and Fergie, who are really just there to uh, even out the teams. Um, well, actually, Fergie, not Junk, I think. But Tim has thrown his own name in because he didn't get an invitation, um, which is just sad. But really, these lights in this cafe, if this is Karen's cafe, Karen... She's just got a lot going on. I don't know if this is aesthetically pleasing. And I don't know if you guys can see the lamp um, that is behind uh, Felix. Uh, but it is it is definitely interesting. Um, also, I don't know if I should tell you when I started the episode. Because then you could watch along with me. Um, so that was bad of me. But I guess at this point, if you stop it, I am 2 minutes and 13 seconds into this episode. So we are in for a long 44 minutes. Um, so... What is happening at this point is that the teams are set. Lucas gets his first clue and it's a key or it's his first dare and it's a key. Um, and Lucas has this face on it and like, uh, I just really hated Felix. Um, so now we've got the theme song playing. So there's that. Um, nostalgia do you guys remember high school i don't know if you're in high school but god i don't ever remember seeing like posters like for stuff like taped on lockers and i just saw that in a shot where nathan like shoots something in the garbage can oh dan daniel scott you know these opening credits really were iconic and so i've been thinking a lot lately about like the wb seasons versus like the post wb seasons and just wb shows in general versus like 
post WB shows and the CW it really was a change in the zeitgeist like everything changed the way we looked at television changed and what was like wholesome good TV changed you know when you look at like earlier seasons of things um, that were in the WB you're just like wow fantastic great like slow moving family dramas versus like now the fast paced crazy stuff so um, anyway they're back at the lot they're back wherever Felix sent them and that's uh, the guys and they've got a flip phone in there oh my gosh a flip phone um oh that's right felix put himself on the girls team because he was trying to manipulate his way into brooke's heart he was the absolute worst oh is this the first time we meet anna in this episode too um i don't know if you guys remember anna the bisexual character that really kind of just got disposed of pretty crazy um so anyway they are standing around and they're ta they're handing out these letters and he's gonna do these dare but they're gonna split it up and um do you know that Chad Michael Murray and James Lafferty actually have some pretty, pretty eyes? You know, I don't know if anybody's ever noticed that. Um, but I, I don't, I just never really liked Nathan's style in the high school years. He really dresses like the early 2000s, I guess. Um, and I don't, what is on Mouth's shirt? Mouth has on this weird, like, open button-down thing. And he walked by too fast for me to tell, but I think it's alligators. Oh my God, was that supposed to be like a hidden clue to what happens later in the episode? Because he has to get some sort of animal, right? With skills. Was it an alligator or an iguana? It was something. They did something. Maybe that was foreshadowing. Look at this. <gasps> Kieran Hutchinson is in this episode. You guys know what that means. Andy. Andy Moneybags is in this episode. And you know how much me and Jeanette love Moneybags Andy. Oh, there's Andy. Speaking of, he is hanging up a... Well, he's not actually hanging up a picture he's like literally just setting a picture on top of a book sh bookshelf and it has a frame on it so f in my mind that would slip and fall but what do i know honestly 10 out of 10 would get with with uh, andy because he was just cute like you know like keith had a whole like nurturing father thing going to him but andy's got money and he's cute and he's got an accent so good for you karen um but she stopped by to tell him that their relationship was not appropriate, which, you know, I don't know what our initial reaction to this was, but come on, Karen, you need to get on the money backs train because it's not like you, um, you got a lot going for you with your little cafe as, um, as, uh, Jeanette and, uh, Jimmy called it. Oh, so this was written by Mark Schwann, which, you know, mm -hmm you know, given everything post, but he still gave us a great series that I won't let it tarnish the legacy because of the people that worked on it. Um, Andy has a really crooked smile and I don't know what Lucas is wearing. Oh, that's because the dare was to return these clothes and they were women's clothes. So this was just an excuse to get Chad McElmurray shirtless. Um, so he takes off this red thing and, and really in retrospect, why did I think Chad McElmurray was the hotter of the two brothers? He really looks emaciated like he hasn't eaten anything in this scene like he's fit but it's like skinny boy fit not like attractive boy fit i don't know if that's a thing i know you guys are like wow he's really doing a lot of talking right now but i mean it's really more fun if you're watching along with me right because it's like having me give you commentary right now um so he's taking a picture on the singular flip phone which i'm I, I honestly don't think that flip phone cameras were that clear. Oh, this is the pickled eggs! 
Um, I don't know if you guys know this or anything like that, but you should totally check it out. There's a video of us eating the pickled eggs for a dare. Um, they were disgusting, mind you, and we'll probably never do it again, but Peyton is eating these pickles, pickled eggs, which really kind of look like the, um, do you know the eggs that you get at Easter time that your parents put like candy in? Like that's kind of what it looks like, her pink one. It looked like a plastic egg, so. Um, but not cheating tastes good. Oh, do you remember when Peyton and Haley had a friendship and it was nice? <sighs> yeah, me too. Okay. I don't remember them going to a massage parlor. I don't, I don't know what's happening. It's Tim and, and Nathan. He's supposed to ask for something. I didn't see it. And um, Tim's really excited because he's trying to get the happy ending. Oh, that's right. Felix is an asshole who basically manipulated this whole dare night so he could take Brooke on a fake date. That's right. He literally is the worst with his like trashy hair and his trashy shirt and his trashy motives. I, I don't know what Brooke ever saw in him, and that's 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 true tea, right? That's that's legit. Um, so yeah, Felix is basically telling him at this time that he's on the list because he planned this day because he's the fucking worst. He's the scum of the earth. Um, he's not even cute. Like I don't even get it. Like his hair is like such a Ryan Cabrera one ripoff. I don't know if you guys remember Ryan Cabrera, but he was like the on the way down. I, saw my, I don't know if those are the words, but you know. And I held on to on the way down. I, oh, I don't. I mean, you guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, this is the first appearance of Emily Chambers. Emily Emily Chambers. Emily Chambers. Um, <laughs> funny story about Emily Chambers, aka Jules. She's she's actually right now like in the dealership, and she's like, "I want to test drive this. I want to buy this car. I know the real price." Blah blah blah. And he's like, "Maybe you should test drive it first before you pay me under price." Oh, Lucas is still running around without a shirt on, and it's not cute. He really looks emaciated. Um, but there was like somebody on BuzzFeed had like a definitive ranking of One Tree Hill candidate, uh, characters and Emily Chambers was on there. And so I sent it to um, me, Jeanette and Jimmy's group chat. And so, of course, you know, Jeanette replied back and was just like, every time you see that name, you have to say it in your Andy voice. And I was like, you know, I did because I did. I was like when I sent it, I was like, Emily, Ch Emma, Emily Chambers. I, I, I'm really bad at this accent right now. Emily Chambers. Emily Chambers? Emily Chambers. I, I don't know. Um, so Brooke is totally calling out Felix right now on um, cheating him. Uh, or not not cheating. Um, foreshadowing. Um, no, for tricking her into going on this date. Um, and then Mouth and Skills and Fergie were at the baseball thingy where you hit things. What is that called? The pitching mound? The swinging practice? the batter station i don't know you guys get it um and so oh yeah he just called her out on having shoplifting and an eating disorder because he's a fucking dick um 
So then she's going to order the most expensive entree because he's basically trying to trick her into enjoying this this date. Um, right. So I, I, I don't know. I'm like half watching this episode because I really don't remember it. And I'm sure hopefully listeners, you have stuck in and you're not just like, oh, my God, this is Winston just talking for 44 minutes. How will I live on? Well, hopefully I'm entertaining enough for you to live on. If not, give me your feedback. But this is a very special random throwback episode. Um, All right. So Tim's asking for the massage. He's ready. She's going to peel back the sheet. It's like a massage. Tim is concentrating. He's so excited. Okay. Oh, the special was a full body wax. It wasn't a happy ending. So Tim just got his ball, I mean his ass waxed and that was sexy. Um, Not really, but um all right they're taking pictures of mouth getting hit with balls which you know honestly mouth deserves i you know the ranking of buzzfeed characters had mouth really high up on the list and i I, i'm sorry at the end of the day mouth is an emotional manipulator um okay lucas is returning clothes and so he takes off his pants and oh look it's anna She's like watching in the background because she just happens to be in the store when Lucas is in there returning this. Was this the plan on both of their ends? Has Anna been like lurking in the shadows? True tease will never know. Um, so now um, Felix is calling us, assuming from Karen's cafe. I see the same night lights in the background as before. So maybe, um, cause you know, I feel like those are some very distinct lights, but basically the back of the car says she has to door dash. So, I mean, not DoorDash, which is a a delivery fee thing. Um, He dares her. On the way down, I almost fell right through. Is that the song? Y'all, what is this? How does the song go? Ryan Cabrera, which is such a name. Such a name. Um, On the way down is the name of the song. So, wait, what are the lyrics to that song? Because I need to know. Um, oh, here we go. And all the way down, I saw you. Mm. Sick and tired of this world. There's no more air. Tripping over myself. Going nowhere. Waiting. Suffocated. No direction. I took a dive and I down. I saw you. And you saved me from myself. Oh, man. And I won't forget the way you love me. All the way down, I almost fell right through, but I held on to you. Those are the words to Ryan Cabrera, which uh, is what his hair looks like. So you're welcome, listeners. You're welcome, toothers. So um, Anna has rescued Lucas. They're in her car. She just told him her name was Anna. He's like, are you from Tree, Tree Hill? Um, and so this would be 
pretty pretty um i guess a meet cute but clearly the writers just decided that he had to be with oh my god was lucas wearing low-rise jeans were low-rise jeans on men a thing in the 2000s you know not having to watch this to write like down notes to do a podcast is a lot um different because right now i'm literally just like watching this and giving you commentary and you guys are probably like this guy is a spaz but i promise you i'm not like this all the time i'm pretty quiet but i feel like you know for entertainment value i have to tell you every thought that comes to my mind as i'm watching this um so tim is all upset because he got his crack waxed and felix has left them a box so what's in the box Oh, and Nathan's like, I really don't like this Felix kid. And honestly, Nathan, I'm right there with you. And so they're Girl Scouts and they're selling cookies. <clears throat> Which, you know, honestly, Nathan in this Girl Scout costume looks way better than Lucas without a shirt off at this point. So there's that. Um, I'm also drinking some water because I'm doing a lot of talking at this moment. Um I feel like we're only 10 minutes into this episode, and I'll be highly upset if we are. Oh, we're 16 minutes, so 26 minutes to go. Um, I already want it to be over because I just remember not liking Lucas, not or not liking Felix. I feel like season two was just a weird mixed bag of like... I wasn't really rooting for anybody, so to speak, aside from like Brooke and her transformation later on. And maybe Peyton and Jake. I don't even know if that's this season or not. If it is, great. If it's not, I'm a liar. Um, and then, um, yeah, this was a really bad season. Not in the sense of, like, it was bad. It just, it really, to me, defined a sophomore slump. Like, it introduced some new characters, had a compelling plot going into, plot going into it. But honestly, it's probably the one that I've rewatched the least. Like, I, I don't say to myself, oh my God, let me watch that season two episode this. And this is probably the, I hate to say it, but the most iconic episode from this season is the I Will Dare because it's the only episode that really comes to mind when you think about it. So it's really crazy that this was the one that popped up on it because for like me, season one, like the pilot's pretty good um there's just uh, some great episodes lucas loses the playoffs at the end um you know dan having the heart attack when dan's parents come to town like there's some really great episodes in that um season three iconic contain some great episodes season four iconic season five iconic season six iconic but for all the wrong reasons season seven katie shoots clay and quinn quint which you know I'm super excited about. Season 8, as much as I hate it, has a super great hurricane episode and also has a really awesome but really terrible um, episode where the characters are superheroes. And then, like, Season 9 has, like, um, you know, that really great opener. Um, anyway, back to this episode because that's what I should be talking about is um, now Brooke is like, I can't believe you left me. And he's like, well, how about you read the next card? Except not in that voice. And so now I have to go to the cemetery. And that's right. She is going to have to get in an open grave. Um, honestly, Felix is just the worst. And I'll be really upset the next time I do this. I have to watch another season two episode where I have to see a smug face. Oh, karaoke night. Is this when uh, Mouth is going to watch Baby Got Back? Honestly, um, I know that I probably should watch this all the way through because that is like 
um, the legit thing to do. But I really feel very cringy about this. Like, there's this girl. I don't know if you guys just saw her. She's got on a green shirt with kind of like an afro. And her face is how I feel about mouth singing Baby Got Back. Um, and I still can't tell what this is on his shirt. I really want to say it's alligators, but they're moving so quickly I can't tell. And then he's like shaking his ass and like twerking and i mean i just honestly hate mouth oh that's right they now oh they're at the what is this called the mound what do you call this the batting range is that what you call it they're at the batting range and by said they i mean Haley and peyton and like they're taking pictures of the ball hitting them so there's that um you want to roll in my Mercedes, turn around, stick it out. Mouth has no ass whatsoever. And this is just the worst. And I'm like, Skills is taking photos with this camera or is he taking video? There's no way he's taking video because videos didn't come till later, right? I have to be at least halfway through the episode at this point. Has it been four minutes? Because honestly, this is torture. Oh, that's right. Karen and Andy are on a date. Um... So, oh, this is going to be really cute because he's like, oh, are you assuming I'm paying for ice cream because I'm rich? And then she's going to pay for it. At least I think I'm remembering that. Do you guys remember when this show had really great storylines with parents? That's what I'm saying. Old WB shows, they really know how to balance the drama, right? When you look at Gilmore Girls, I was like, I'm listening to a podcast that's doing a binge of Gilmore Girls and they're talking about it. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I remember just like, the brand of drama was just different and it was good. Um, Everwood is something that I'm currently like halfway binging through, but not really good. Heart of Dixie season one has that kind of throwback WB feel. And so um, this is just weird. But um, yes, so they are on a date eating hot dogs. And um, oh, that's right. Oh, it's fine. But I'm really not made of money, Karen. She's like, my treat. Well, I love ice cream, so but if you bought ice cream, does that mean uh, you know, there are some cultures where you can actually have an ice have ice cream? I get it, I get it. Um, oh, the lyrics to whatever song is playing at the pizza place is "You are the prince to my ballerina." How much do I owe you for the pizza? Nothing. She oh, they stole from the fountain. <laughs> I think that um, I think my co-host hated her the first time around. Like the first impression was not good because she stole people's wishes. Um, which I don't know if we ever, if we talked about it or if we ever figured out, but what happens to your wish if somebody else takes your coin out of the fountain? Does your wish just get reversed? Does it go null and void? Like, what's the story with that? What's the tea? Um, so I, I don't know. It's pretty hilarious. Um, not really. So they're, they're talking and she's like, do you think people, do, do you think two people can get to know each other without ever going to their long stories? No, absolutely not. Because here's the thing. You can never truly know somebody until they you know, let you, let you in, right? And tell you what's going on. And, um, you know, you get to know them, you know, and he, but Lucas, oh, that's right. Lucas had left town because he lost the playoffs and he was all in this, I don't want to be that person I was anymore because I became a bad person because of basketball, which you became a bad person because you're a douchebag and you always were a douchebag. You were just like a closeted douchebag. Um, oh, wow. There's an extra in the background who does not look like she should have been on set that day. I don't know what kind of dress she's wearing, but she is like this, and forgive me, this big um black girl who just looks like she's wearing her nightgown into this um arcade so i mean how did she get snuck in this shot um but yes lucas is all on this like um 
I'm a bad guy. I need to get my life together. Oh, it's the fo- the card doesn't say take a picture in a photo booth with a stranger. It says to kiss a stranger in a photo booth. Oh, make out with a stranger in a photo booth. So there's that, Anna. Um, they're going to kiss because that's just what people do in photo booths. I mean, I've never kissed in a photo booth. I don't think you'd have to ask my husband. I mean, we had, we actually had some photo booth pictures, um, that we took. We haven't done it in a while because we're old and lame now, or maybe I'm old and lame and I just don't want to go out, you know, to the Dave and Bustles, the D and B, um, which they don't sponsor this podcast, but if they want to, that's okay. No, they're making out some more because, um chad michael murray has on really great pink lipstick and uh she was like "Mm, that's tasty um chad michael murray really looks like a creeper his shirt is way too tiny and i don't know if it's me but like when i say tiny not the fact that it's tight it's just like it's short like he has on like low-rise jeans and a t-shirt where his like shirt just stops right above his jeans so like one one fell swoop above the head like if he were to play like he was shooting like a fake basket you would see all of his stomach again which obviously is what they want you to want but just terrible um so let's see i am oh what's happening we had something fake and painful that I'm not going to discuss with you and a bunch of dead people. Oh, so they're talking about Lucas because, oh my God, do you guys remember Gene Chains? I knew so many people uh, my freshman year of high school when I was in Peoria, Illinois, who had Gene Chains. He has on Gene Chains and like, it was like all the rage, but I really kind of saw it more around the goth crowd. So for me, it just, for him, it comes off as a douche, but he, but maybe it's just him in general. Obviously I have some real hatred for Felix here. So that's what's happening. Please tell me we're at least halfway through this episode. We are 24 minutes in and 18 minutes left. So if you guys hang in with me, I will rate this episode upon rewatch. Um, and you know, we'll be good to go. So obviously, hopefully I'm making your morning commute go a little bit better. Um, But, you know, we could all learn something, I think, from this episode, right? We could learn to not take life so seriously, right? Maybe we do need to switch it up every once in a while and do something that you wouldn't normally do. Go out and have fun. Push yourself and take risk because it's the only way that we're ever truly going to break out of that shell, out of that cycle. I know for me, that's what's happening right now. I'm like, this is the perfect thing for me to do to break out that cycle of like, go to work, come home, go to class, you know, watch TV, you know, that kind of thing, like that boring, same old, same old. And so I was like, why not do something that's different and fun? And that's what this is. And that's what these characters are doing. So it's kind of kismet that this was the first episode. And I trust me, I did not pick this. I would not have picked it. It really was random, but I think it's kind of kismet, right? And I think it's something that we all need to learn is just like, get our lives together so was it a snake because now um oh by the way uh brooke and felix were at the cemetery and somebody came running around so they both jumped down in there so now they're like quote unquote trapped in the bottom or having to cuddle up in there um because you know felix is a douchebag who probably planned the security guard showing up and having them cornered in because that's what kind of person he is so honestly can you get into the zoo after midnight i would think or after hours because i know that the zoo is pretty strict here um so 
They're trying to steal something. I still can't tell what's on Mouse's shirt. I really need somebody, whoever listens to this, to let me know what's on his shirt. Oh, it's cars. Oh, man. It's green cars, which is weird. Because I don't ever really see a lot of green cars. Um, I could have sworn it was alligators. And it would have been so much cooler and so much smarter. Because then I'd be like, foreshadowing, they have to steal a reptile. But no, nope. It's cars. All right, skills is a problem with animals, um, which is something that they do keep up with throughout the entire series. And it's like, even when they close up on mouth, you really can't tell because it's like kind of out of focus. But I'm pretty sure, 1,000% sure by this time, it is cars. Um, also, the snake just yawned. So now we're back at the graveyard and they're still inside the hole. And he's like, give me a boost so I can get you out. Sorry, and um, yeah, that's how I feel about this episode. And so she is boosting him out, even though she is a cheerleader. So she probably he probably could have boosted her out, but he's gonna leave her down there because he's a fucking asshole. Wait, nope, nope, he got her out. Okay, and so now they're laying on top of this fake grass, which isn't even real grass, um, because I mean they probably really couldn't film inside of a real grave, right? Um, and if they did, that's crazy. And if anybody has any like true life facts about it, great. Um, all right, Felix is definitely saying something about facing your fears and doing things you wouldn't normally do. And so, yes, uh, oh, that's fucking right. But then he's like, she's like, like, what? What could I do that's different in facing my fears? He's like, like, going out with me. He just fucking ruined the moment because I literally was like, here's a great way to talk about this episode is that it's all about pushing yourself and getting out of the monotonous and doing something fun and all that stuff. But nope. Um, oh, they're at a church. Uh, Haley and Peyton. I kind of forgot they were in this episode because I haven't seen them in like 10 minutes. And this is shortly after um, the news that they got. Like, I think in the first episode back, there was like a wedding reception for the two of them. First or second. Nathan and Haley, by the way. That's what I mean. Not Peyton and Haley. I mean, though, you know, if One Tree Hill was written now, it probably would be the Peyton and Haley characters who got married in high school. Because, you know, progression, which I'm all down for. But, you know, maybe... Maybe in One Tree Hill 2.0, that's the thing. There's a lesbian couple that gets married. I'd, I'd be down for that um, if we're ever going to get a One Tree Hill 2.0. Um, so... Oh, yeah, this is, like, not the first time that, like... Or not the last time that we get a little bit of the fact that Haley's kind of religious. Um, which I think is really good. I think there have been, there was like subtle things. There was never like a, an outright like, hey, she's religious. But she definitely is like, I'm not going into the confession booth and doing this card because I want to avoid eternal damnation. And Peyton's just like, fine, fuck it, I'll do it. Um, so Peyton's like, I've sinned. Um, lately, impure thoughts about drugs. That's right, drugs, right? I don't, this was supposed to be a serious moment. I feel bad talking about it. Oh, this is the first time she's been in church since her mom died, which is sucky. Um, you know, Peyton's had a hard life and she continues to have a hard life throughout this series. And it's really kind of like, if you're like a torture porn kind of person, like this is like emotional torture porn for the character of Peyton. That's what happens throughout this series. Um, but 
Oh, we got some new likes on our page too. Our Arletta Jan and Julie Gillette, which is going to be really interesting because all these people are going to get an update that we posted a new podcast, and they're going to be like, "What the fudge?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, it's just me talking for forty-four minutes about an episode that you guys have already seen, but enjoy." Um, yes. Oh, right. So Peyton is like talking about her mom, and she's wondering if she saw her do that line of coke last week because that was a thing. Peyton did drugs for a short bit of time because you know this show is risque. You know, um, there's not been a lot of Dan in this episode or Deb, which is really kind of disappointing. I don't remember that being the case the first time through or the second time through. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think this season is a season I've only seen twice because I had to watch it for the podcast and then I watched it once with my best friend. Um, we were doing like a One Tree Hill binge, which she just stopped watching at some point or we stopped hanging out because that's what happens. You lose best friends when you get older, guys. Um, so there's that. No, that's that was a bleak part of life. So don't listen to that. Um, right. So she's definitely confessing. Um, she wants her mom to know that this was a very, very tough scene. And I think, I think we don't give a lot of credit to Hillary Burton very often, but she really embodied this character. She definitely had some great acting and she's showing some great emotion. Right. And this is like a very serious moment. And as much as Jimmy like wants to like downplay Hillary Burton's skills in this show, I'm going to give her a, a, an A plus for this because she's definitely, um, doing this thing. Um, so then we're back to Dim uh dim and nathan and they're really upset about this dare thing but oh that's right tim is upset because he's been replaced by Haley and lucas and there's never any time for them to hang out he doesn't miss his tim time he does miss hanging out with him he doesn't miss him saying things like Tim Time, which, you know, I don't either. There's a lot of green shirts in this episode, which green is my favorite color, but I'm not a big fan of, like, these green patterns, like cars and, like, plaid. And um, anyway, really great moment because Nathan's like, we were, we're boys. We were boys a long time. I'm never going to want to replace you. And then he's like, can we just finish Dare Night? And so cool. So the next one's great. Um... So, and then this is when they were putting all that makeup on Nathan's face to cover up his his stuff, his, uh, his acne, which I thought was just a little redonk. I mean, it's more realistic for a teenager to have um, acne, right? That's, that's what I would say, but you know, what do I know about anything? Um, all right, we have 10 minutes left to go on this episode. Um, and so they're talking about the fact that Keith is a mechanic. And so his counteroffer might have been too low. Oh, she's like, you'll have to call me, which really, I hate that Jules was basically paid to seduce Keith because, I mean, honestly, they were kind of cute together, even though I think Jeanette's only reason for hating her was that she ate food on the floor, like cereal and ice cream together. I don't know. Um... Haley's a good friend. I don't really know what else they were going for with that, except for this was fun. Even in high school, Haley was such a mom, right? But she says they feel like they needed this day or night. So that's good. Ugh. Okay. So... The hall's number two. 
there's something wrong with you. I don't, that's right, he read the card wrong or something. He's definitely taking it to a number two, which is really gross. And he's like, give me some leaves. I can wipe my butt with leaves. Wow. So Aaron and Candy went on this whole, like, non-date date, and then she drops him back off at his office, which is interesting. I will say that Karen was definitely rocking this bob at this time. I don't know who had the, what was the best Karen hair. I think it's probably between season two and season three. That's some great Karen hair. Um, the great Moira Kelly. I also just love that her name is Moira. Oh, that painting. They're talking about that painting. Tell me about the Constantines because she's cool. Andy, what I said earlier, I did misread the cafe visit, right? Um, and he's like, no, you didn't. But who's he here in class? Oh, they're playing Dare You to Move again. That's right. Oh, that was such an iconic moment that they should replay Dare You to Move um, for Andy and Karen to let you know that they were destined to be together. Um, and then the same thing with um, Lucas and Anna. They're playing such an iconic song that if you're going to use it, it needs to be for an iconic couple. And I'm sorry, but Lucas and Anna are not an iconic couple. But... I mean, they tried, right? They just wanted to add something up to make you think that there was another girl in his life, but there wasn't. And it was just dare night, right? So whatever. Um, this amounts to nothing. It goes nowhere. Um, and really, there could have been more drama had Lucas turned in this picture of him kissing this girl in this booth. But... Because then it would immediately been out that this was Felix's sister, but of course they had to play it for more drama by dragging it out with the suspense. Do you guys remember when Felix showed up to fight Lucas but like totally like sucker punched him? What a fucking dick. I don't know if I've said that enough throughout the course of me ranting and raving for now 40 minutes, but um, that's what happened. And so they are still playing Switchfoot, which is good to know. Um... All right, it's dare night. Time to tally this stuff up. The guys trail by 150 points. Did they steal something from the zoo? What'd they steal? Wasn't it an iguana? I don't, it was a turtle! Turtle, turtle, turtle. Oh, and they released it, and I don't think it was a saltwater turtle or a freshwater turtle. I don't remember, but they basically killed this turtle. Either way, so there's that. Everybody on here is a murderer or complicit to murder, so there's that. It's end of story. Once your hill's done, that's what they said. Um, so that's a typo. It's supposed to take a shot in the second hole, not a shit in the second hole. That's so gross. It's still a tie. He had a tiebreaker. What is it? Oh, that's right. Kiss a teammate on the mouth. That's right. He was going to do that on purpose because he wanted to uh, have Brooke kiss him. So that was nice. I love how she kind of like kissed Peyton though. So there was that. That was good. Um, he really thought he was going to get away with that. And he deserved that because he's the fucking douche. 
Um, I hate his face. I hate everything about him. So I'm really glad that he didn't get a thing. Um, so he's like, unless one of you guys kissed a stranger in a photo booth, I guess you didn't wear dare night. But Lucas has it. But of course, Lucas is like in love with everyone he meets two seconds after, after he beats him. So, oh, Jesus. At this point, he is in love with Anna. So therefore, he cannot give away the thing and that the girls win. And it's super fun. Like everybody stepped out and they really enjoyed dare night and they pushed themselves and they've rebonded and thus all is well and oh howie day is playing too guys he was like also ryan cabrera though right what was his song oh collide even the best fall down sometimes even the wrong words seem to rhyme out of the back you fall in time somehow fine you and I collide. Don't stop here. I've lost my place. Mm. I'm close behind. Oh, that's a giant picture of Haley's face, which. Nathan's gonna like paint over and turn into a clown, which honestly, why is there a giant picture of her face? Oh, there's Nathan's face too. I guess it's from the party, but I guess we never talked about the fact that there's a giant picture of their faces and it's just in the background of these shots. But anyway, Tim has decided he's gonna stay over and play video games because he needs some, Nathan needs some Tim time. Even the wrong words seem to rhyme. Out of the back, you away oh, on my mind. I knew I had the words wrong. Finally, fi wait. You and I collide. Peyton was getting ready to write something, and Keith was staring at the jewels thing. Um, but yeah, those those were not the words to collide. So I apologize for everybody that had to endure that, but it wasn't. Um. What else is happening right now? How do you read me? He doesn't know how to read her yet. He's got to watch her a little bit more because he's a creeper. Even the best fall down sometimes. Even the stars refuse to shine. Out of the back you fall in time. I somehow find you and I collide. Stop here. Oh, so Felix wants to be um, friends with benefits. Brooke says, I don't, she doesn't know. And then um, he comes into Anna's room and is like, how is the mall? And he's like, uh, she's like, I don't know. And she's like, what did you do tonight? And he's like, not much explored. Trying to figure this place out. She's like, I think we're going to like it here, Felix. And he's like, yeah. Me too, because there can't possibly be any other Hispanic people in this whole town. Good night, little sister, which, I mean, it was a little condescending, but whatever. Fall down sometimes. Even the stars refuse to shine. Like you feels my mind. So basically, I'm singing all this because I'm not sure how I feel about it. But anyway, um, basically, Lucas is staring at his picture of Anna. Um, 
and Karen comes in and was like, how was your night? Do you know anything about the Constantines? And he's like, yeah, that's very hip mom. And he gives her a CD because she's trying to impress Andy. And Lucas is like, see, he literally had to pull his shirt down when he got up because it was too small. And so now he's putting this picture of him and Anna up on the, on the window because, you know, he's colliding with her, I guess. I don't know. And he's like staring at her because for the whole hour that he's known her, he's become a tragic hero for her. Anyway, um, the episode is now over. So that was episode 27 of One Tree Hill, season two, episode five, I Will Dare, from, you know, and written by Mark Schwann. Um, I don't know what I gave it the first time we watched it, but watching it tonight, giving this commentary definitely is like a five episode. And I don't know if I would keep watching the show if this was the first episode that I saw. So, which is honestly really interesting because the whole purpose of this experiment is that like, hey, I'm just going to pick a random episode of Winter Hill and watch it and talk about it to you guys while I'm watching it. And truthfully speaking, if I was somebody who walked in the room to, and I was like, what is he watching? I don't know if I would see a lot of substance in this episode. So um, definitely about a five, but only because I like like these characters and i enjoy talking to you about it and i do think at the end of the day it's really important to take a moment and think about your life and what you're currently doing and thinking about what you can do to shake it up right take a risk jump out on your fear dare yourself to do something different because it's the only way you're going to grow as a person right um i think um a couple months ago back in like april um no actually it's like february i auditioned for a musical after like not doing anything on the stage for years and ended up getting casted and performed in the musical and honestly you know the problem was i wouldn't do these things because i was scared i suffered from a lot of anxiety and i said what the hell let's go ahead and do it and so i did it i auditioned and i got in and um ended up performing and ended up being you know a couple months later the show's off the show's done and so um beginning of august somebody's like hey check out the memphis flyer and i'm like cool i'll check it out and um they announced nominations for like the local theater awards like the local tonys of memphis and i was actually nominated for my performance in that musical and um it felt really good to like take the stage um for the first time in 10 years um and you know on my first try back out get nominated for best leading actor in a musical in the college division um i didn't win but the most important part was that like i a, i went out and i did it i jumped out i dared i dared myself essentially to do something different and i did it and it felt awesome right and so i think at the core of this right if we're going to take one thing away from this episode from i will dare it's just really break up the monotony in your life and try something different push yourself to face your fears because it's the only way that you're going to grow right um so yeah, that's that's it for me um, on this commentary of I Will Dare. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I am really proud of you if you stuck to me talking for 49 minutes um, by myself with no co-host. Please tell me if you like this, you didn't like it, if it's something that you'd like to see even just once a month because um, I'd totally be down for doing it. It's not a problem for me to sit down, hit record, and have an episode playing in the background, right? And letting you guys hear me rant about it. Um, so as always, you can find us at There's Only... Um, you can find us on podbean.com. I've literally have forgotten what our podbean is. Uh, but you could also find us on Facebook. There's only one channel podcast that matters. Tooth. You can find us on Twitter. Um, you know, just search us at, I think, um, only OTH pod um, as well there. We're also on Stitcher. We're on iTunes. You can rate, review, and subscribe um, because who knows? Maybe this will become a thing and you'll constantly get random episodes of me rambling about uh old episodes of untrue hill again um so until next time bye